0: You've tuned in to Convicted Conversations. Gary, Gary,
1: Gary. I am proud of you, my man. Keeps things simple, Gary. And smart, like you. (laughs) And I like that.
0: I guess I am pretty smart. Don't let that go to your head, Gary. What you know about trials and
1: tribulations? Money coming fast and you starting to lose patience. What you know about trials and tribulations? They ain't on me bad. They don't want a nigga to make it. What you know about trials and tribulations? Money coming fast and you starting to lose patience. What you know about trials and tribulations? They ain't on me bad. They don't want a nigga to make it. What you know about trials and tribulations? Niggas talking about beef and constantly hating. Hey, life hard. Screaming about whatever I keep that I can see it in your eyes, and ain't no lies you gotta face it. You took so much drugs, I swear to god these niggas basing. How the fucked you in the eye, no shit looking like a basement. I'm steady tasting money, ain't no reason for the hatin'. I'm focused on my cast, but it's tries and tribulations. What you know about trials and tribulations? Money coming fast, and you startin'
0: to lose patience. Another top story that they're dealing with. Um Officers up in um, New York in the Bronx are mourning one of their own. Um, An officer was restraining a man who had fled uh, questioning, and the body cam footage could be heard. Uh, He's reaching for it. The tone of the New York City's police officer's voice before he was fatally shot in his own with his own gun on Sunday uh, warned his fellow officers that a man he had wrestled to the ground was armed the police said. He's reaching for it. He's reaching for it. Officer Brian Mulkeen 33, could be heard shouting in the police body camera video, official said. The police said they were still investigating who pulled the trigger of Officer Malkin's service pistol as he struggled with the man Antonio LeVance Williams, whose officer had wanted to question about a recent spate of gang violence in the Bronx housing projects. Investigators recovered a 32 caliber pistol from Mr. Williams, but the police said that the weapon had not been fired. Mr. Williams was shot dead by five responding officers and who had not been named. It does not appear that the perpetrator's gun was the one that fired Chief Terrence A. Monaghan said at a news conference with uh, Mayor Bill de Blasio. At Jacoby Medical Center, where the officer died. Officer McKean's gun fired five times. At this point, we are not sure who fired Officer McKean's gun. By every measure, we lost a hero, the mayor said as he announced the officer's death. The deadly encounter began just after midnight on Sunday when Officer McKean and two other plainclothes anti crime officers approached Mr. Williams chief monahan said mr williams 27 fled and officers chased him on foot mr williams of Binghamton, new york was on the probation for a drug arrest last year and had a prior conviction of second degree burglary in 2012 in rockland county according to police after his release from prison in 2014 he was rearrested on a parole violation and admitted to a drug treatment facility Mr. Williams was expected back in court on October 4th in his hometown, where he had pled not guilty to harassment charges. Mr. Williams' father, Sean, declined to comment on the hung up on a reporter on Sunday. His uncle, Ray L. Williams, said only that Mr. Williams was a good nephew. Gang violence has been a persistent problem at the Eden Wall housing complex, large public housing complex, despite the military-style sweeping, targeting gangs in other areas in the city that have resulted in about a thousand arrests. The violence stems largely from feuds between rival gangs, which prompted the federal and local sweeps across the Bronx, that resulted in 120 arrests in a single day. In twenty sixteen, the police said, and the sweeps helped push out violence down to record lows. But some crimes began to rise this year, according to the police statistics. The forty seven precinct, which includes Edenwall, has had 15 shootings this year through September 22nd, up from 10 during the same period last year. On Sunday, Officer McKean arrived to investigate a rash of gang violence that included several recent shootings. Chief Monaghan said around 1230 he was patrolling with his partner when they spotted Mr. Williams behind a building at 22. Um, at 1132 East 229th Street, according to the police. And the struggle ensued and gunfire went off and this officer lost his life. Like I said, man, it ain't worth nobody losing their life. Man, if they say stop, stop and just go to jail and bond out, bro, it ain't worth all that extra shit that could happen to you or to the officer or to someone's car or to a person that's not even knowing um, you're being chased by the police and you end up wrecking out of hitting them by accident Anything could happen in the commission of these crimes So, man, like I say, to stay away from that shit Just go ahead and just let them take you to jail and, and be done with it and bond out, bruh That way nobody lose their life Nobody get injured Everybody go home safe Even if you have warrants, bruh, I promise you, you still get to live your life You'll go to jail for a few months, maybe a few years, but you still get to keep your life. You're not dead. You know what I'm saying? So make sure you you, you thinking on all six or 12 cylinders at that time um, when you're doing craziness. Make sure you thinking, bro, because ain't no do-overs. Ain't no do-overs. Once you get that felony conviction, ain't no do-overs, bro. That bitch gonna ride with you for the rest of your life, homie. For the rest of your life. No do-overs. So think about that shit. Miami-Dade is closing another housing um, complex. Site in crime. Um, down in Miami at the Annie Coleman um, 14 public housing complex. And they're being told to move out ASAP. As of September 19th. Um, they're required to move. They told nearly 200 residents. Um, at the apartments. That they will be provided. Uh, with Section 8 rental vouchers to find places to live in privately owned buildings. Miami-Dade is covering moving expenses, security deposits, utility hookups, along with housing counseling. The move-outs are being ordered under federal rules convert, covering emergencies related to health and safety. People should not be living at Annie Coleman, uh, Michael Lou. the county's director, said Friday. It's bad. It's dangerous we need to take responsibility. Most people are trying to avoid um, living in those um, areas and they're moving um, north. So a lot of them will be coming to Hallandale, Hollywood, Fort Lauderdale and other areas. And hopefully crime doesn't come with it. But over the years, that's been the case. People have been moving out of Miami and moving to other neighborhoods and crime has been going up. The residents that have been living there for years, um, you know, they're experiencing a lot of crime and drugs in those areas um, and increasing crime and drugs in those areas. So, um, like I say, just um, be aware of those things. Now, that's the second time this month Miami-Dade has taken drastic action as it prepares for a significant reworking of how the county pursues redevelopment of its troubled and aging underdefined portfolio of public housing. The day before the meeting of Annie Coleman, a county team met with residents at the Harry Kane Senior Housing Tower in downtown Miami to tell um, tell them that their 1984 building was being beyond repair and must be emptied because of leaks, mold, asbestos, and lead paint. Like other metropolitan areas, Miami-Dade relies on federal funding to maintain its public housing system. The yearly appropriations don't match needs. The county's 2020 budget lists $420 million in deferred maintenance needs for the 9,700 units reserved for low-income residents. Miami-Dade has joined a federal program that allows for-profit developers more options in pursuing public housing projects. The Rental Assistance Demonstration Program, commonly called RAD, grants developers a 20-year stream of federal rental assistance for upgraded or new public housing units, and the companies can essentially serve as managers of the complexes, with the long-term revenue stream more attractive to lenders. The program is designed to make low-income housing developments more profitable and attract upfront dollars for construction that Washington Can't Provide. Critics called it a privatization effort and activists, including 2020 mayor candidate Monique Nicole Barley, are encouraging people to attend Thursday's county commission meeting and oppose legislation tied to the program. Lou said declaring an emergency that forces tenants to move requires Miami-Dade to move a public housing complex from the rental assistance program so that it notices um, that Harry Kane and Annie Coleman aren't helpful in getting the effort moving. Annie Coleman Complex and the collection of two-story buildings of the Northwest 22nd Avenue in the Brownsville neighborhood area, just outside Miami. Three clusters of building numbers 14, 15, and 16 are treated as separate complexes. Annie Coleman 14 at 2140 Northwest 53rd Street was built in 1967 and has 245 units. Of those, 197 are occupied, Lou said. Rose Adams, who was elected head of Annie Coleman, 14 tenant groups, said the county representatives did not explain why Miami-Dade has suddenly concluded crime was too dangerous for tenants to remain. We've been living in these conditions for a long time, said Adams who has lived in the Complex since 2013, sharing an apartment with her son, daughter, and a grandson, were not understanding the urgency and the emergency. Lou said the housing agency did not have a detailed analysis of crime trends around Annie Coleman 14. He provided a one-page crime summary and a letter from State Attorney Catherine Fernandez Rundle that described 90 incidents of gunfire in the area during a one- four-month period in 2018 with 36 people shot and two killed she also said gangs were using vacant abandoned apartments as effective clubhouses it's not only crime lou said it's the condition of the property at a report by rodriguez architect said annie coleman requires about 57 million in repairs all of the writing electronic and plumbing must be replaced and some of the apartments are virtually unrepairable. George Sibrin, developer, I'm sorry, development director under Lou at Housing, said residents generally were happy to hear Miami Dade wanted to help them move from the Annie Coleman. There were a lot of hugs, along with help finding private apartments, accepting Section 8 vouchers. Miami Dade will give residents the chance to come back to Annie Coleman whenever it's rebuilt. When we redevelop Annie Coleman, which we plan to do, they will have the right to return if they want to, said Lou. And the problem with that, a lot of those um, buildings and a lot of those um, developments come in, they change up everything, they raise the rates, they raise the rent to 2,500 a month, 3,000 a month, Nobody can afford that. Even if they had a Section 8 voucher, I'm quite sure the remaining portion that they would have to pay would exceed what they can afford. Um, But they do help. And I've seen different um, areas affected by um, gentrification and just recently in Dania. And they moved the entire complex, but they gave them rental vouchers. They gave them U-Haul trucks. They gave them all of the things that they need to start over and to make a better life for themselves as well as their families. Um, a lot of the people down in Miami that deal with crime, that deal with a lot of the break-ins and stuff that's going on down there, I'm quite sure a lot of those residents are happy as hell that they get to leave that type of environment. I'm quite sure the kids are happy that they get to move to a safe or a better neighborhood and they don't have to dodge bullets coming home from school every day. I'm quite sure they are happy as hell that they don't have to deal with that. A lot of people don't even talk about the trauma that a lot of these kids go to living in these inner city neighborhoods. They don't talk about PTSD. These kids hear gunshots. They see violence all day, every day. And they still have to go to school. They still have to deal with this on a daily basis. They still have to go to football practice knowing that one of their friends have died over the weekend or last night. They still have to go to school and deal with all this shit. So parents, teachers, everybody talk to these kids, man, and and understand what's really going on out here. Even though they're not coming to school crying and they're not showing it on the outside, don't think that they're not hurting on the inside. They miss their friend. Like King Carter that got killed. I'm quite sure all his friends miss him. The coaches, everybody love that jet. And I'm quite sure they miss him. So these kids got to grow up missing their little friend. And imagine this cycle continues. You know, these um, drug-infested neighborhoods, crime, break-ins. Imagine that cycle continue. These kids will continue to die at young ages. They're going to continue to get lifetime um sentences in prison, they're going to keep getting it. It's up to the parents to stop it. It's up to the parents to want better for their kids, to want better for themselves. You have to. If not, these kids going to keep losing. They need fathers around. They need um, steady role models in their life. If they don't have these things, they're going to lose. You're going to lose. All of us are going to lose if the kid is not winning. All of us are going to lose. So parents, tighten up. Put your foots on their neck. Don't let them bring drugs and guns in your house. And and let's put a stop to it, man. And let's produce and raise better kids. That's not out here hurting and robbing and and killing people. Let's produce better kids. We have to. It's a must. We have to, parents. I hope y'all hear the sound of my voice. We have to. I'm up early this morning at it. We have to. Please help me in this effort and changing the the direction that our kids are going in. Please help me do that. Please help me change their futures. Every time these kids fail these tests, they're already preparing them to go to prison. We got to stop that. We have to stop that. They're going to keep at it. We have to stop that. Please, parents, help me do this. And this is another episode of Convicted Conversations. Don't let your past dictate your future. Thank you.
1: What you know about trials and tribulations? Money coming fast and you starting to lose patience. What you know about trials and tribulations? They ain't only know me bad. They don't want a nigga to make it. What you know about the struggle? I take like my mother. I'm a motherfucker. I was taught to use a rubber and stay out of trouble. I can make that money double. I'm fooling the devil. This is my lecture. You might fall under pressure. Niggas attention. Money don't make life better. These people are sweating. Stay out the way and stack your chatter. That nigga the devil. Catch a body, get a shovel. Put it together. Always keep your metal, that's your protector. What you know about trials and tribulations? Money coming fast, and you starting to lose patience. What you know about trials and tribulations, they ain't on no me back. Make it out. What you know about trials and tribulations Money coming fast And you starting to lose patience What you know about trials and tribulations They
0: ain't on me bad They don't want a nigga to make it out uh-uh. Hey, what's up? This is Gary with Convicted Conversations I'm talking to you guys today About uh the new laws That's going to be enacted as of October 1st Um They had over 150 Uh, Laws that went into um, effect last year I'm sorry, they had over 150 laws that um, were passed last year But um, these are some of the ones that actually went through Um, They created one um, after Andrew Coffey died In a hazing event at Florida State University Fraternity pledge This makes it a third degree felony um, as a result of hazing and permanent injury, the bill outliers, um immunity to witnesses who call 911 or report the need for medical assistance during the hazing incident. So they'll get um, immunity if, if they're around, even if they were participating. But um, if you report it or if you call 911, if you see things that went too far, then... They'll have immunity versus the other people that are participating. Um, It also says, um, Texan while driving, HB 107. This measure took effect July 1st, but starting October 1st. Drivers will be required to be hands-free in school and work zones. Law enforcement officers will give out verbal or written warnings until the end of the year for motorists who put down cell phones in those areas. Law enforcement will begin um, being issued January 1st as a moving violation that puts three points on a driver's license. Also, the SB 160, Childlike Sex Dolls, makes it a first-degree misdemeanor to sell, give away, or show Childlike Sex Dolls Subsequent violations will be a third-degree felony. Now, that's disturbing. Who the fuck make childlike sex dolls? Why are you even making those? Like, that's weird in itself. Like, that's... Yeah. Like, who would even sign... Never mind. Um, Also, Police Dogs and Horses, SB 96 makes it a second-degree felony up to a third-degree felony for people who kill, cause great bodily injury to fire, police or search and rescue dogs, or police horses. The amount of potential prisons' time increase from five years to 15 years. This bill stems from the death of Fang, a member of the Jacksonville Sheriff's Office K-9 Unit, that was shot and killed in Palm Beach County Sheriff's Office, dog named Saigo, that was killed in the line of duty. Now, also another on the veterans courts. This law expands eligibility of court-ordered treatment options, providing that veterans who were discharged or released under the conditions, individuals who are current or former United States Department of Defense contractors and current or former military members of a foreign allied country or eligible in a certain military veterans and service members' court programs. So people, make sure you stay up on your laws. They're being passed um, all the time. But, you know, we're too busy working and juggling all sorts of tasks, and we're not really paying attention to the laws that are being passed. So make sure you pay attention to the laws um, that are coming up Those are just a few that I've mentioned, but they have more. Stay
1: tuned.